I'd like to welcome everyone to the Software Spotlight, your front row seat to the latest innovations in AI-powered software for small business. I'm Michael Burnsmark, your host. Each week, we're joined by executives at leading software companies to get an insider's perspective on the emerging technologies, businesses, strategies, and market trends shaping the future. Tune in to stay ahead of the curve on leveraging artificial intelligence to boost productivity and growth in your business. Be sure to visit softwareoasis.com to access our free weekly AI newsletter and sign up for our upcoming 2024 AI webinar series. This week, as our guest, we have uh, the head of marketing from Nacho Nacho, uh, the world's fastest growing B2B SaaS marketplace, Andy Caruso, joining us. And um, his solution is focused on driving uh, partner-led growth. Uh, They're based out of San Francisco. And Nacho Nacho acts as an efficient matchmaker between buyers and sellers of SaaS products, leveraging predictive analytics to recommend relevant software based on purchasing behavior. The diverse Nacho Nacho team aims to transform how businesses manage and consolidate their subscriptions. So, Andy, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me on today, Michael. It's good to, good to see you again. Yeah, same here. And it's uh, wonderful to uh, connect on on the uh, spotlight here. And I know a lot of um, a lot of our listeners and, and viewers, for that matter, have been uh, watching the solution grow and uh, evolve uh, at a, a pretty quick quick clip. Uh, first off, let me let me just start with with one question that uh, I'm sure a lot of people may or may not know. And um, what where did the name come from? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Usually, uh, actually, the first question we get a lot of times, but. Um... I always say in Nacho Nacho, it means in American, it means uh, that's a cool name. Where did you get it from? Um, it's just kind of a catchy name. It just grabs your attention. It sounds kind of fun. Uh, a sure. lot of people attribute it to nachos, which everybody likes. <laughs> so absolutely um, does well from a branding perspective. But um, it actually means dance, dance in Hindi, actually. Oh, very Little fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many uh, great opportunities to find meaningful names. And uh, I think right there that's that's one of them um so i was hoping can you give us a little overview of the you know where where you came to the company from and um the the problem that the the business aims to solve within the marketplace of of software solutions yep yeah definitely so um i came to the company about a year and a half ago i've been an entrepreneur myself for about 20 years um I used to have a, a digital marketing agency, so I got to work with a lot of companies like uh, LA Fitness, Microsoft, uh, Google, Amazon, BMC Software, a bunch of bunch of different brands uh, in the B two B space, but also in the B two C space. So I got a lot of you know great insights into consumer marketing, but also business to business marketing too. Um, from there, I, I I got out of the agency business and decided to focus on productizing ideas. Uh, so a lot of times I was taking other people's products and, you know, helping, helping them solve their problems. And what I realized is, you know, instead of, you know, having somebody give you a product and say, go bring this to market and figure out why people don't want to buy it. Um, I realized the biggest, uh, the best place to start is with the customer problem and designing a solution around solving the customer's needs. Uh, so I wanted to get into the product business because I felt like I could really understand the customer problem. And because of that, I could help design better solutions for them. Um, starting from that point. And then when you bring it out to the customer, if you really had the foresight to think through the problem and actually create a solution that actually helps them out, it's a much easier product to market. So it made my job as a marketer a lot easier. Uh, so from there, I kind of got into more of the operational space, uh, buildings, uh, building a software and uh, product companies. Um, so I learned the operations side, uh, you know, continue to focus on the marketing side as well, um, but also started to learn more about product development. Uh, not only just uh, creating hardware products, uh, I've created mobile apps. Um, and now recently, I'm also working with the Nacho Nacho team on a lot of their artificial intelligence uh, features that are going to market, um, and just the general website and app development projects too. So I'll, I'll, I'll work with the engineers and uh, the designers, uh, bringing a lot of those uh, new features to market, actually. So you probably bring a great perspective in terms of UX and design and you know, really having worked at all the different levels within uh... You, you yeah. were a good find for these guys. 
yeah, everything, everything teaches you something, you know? And I, I told the CEO, like, <clears throat> I know we're mostly B2B for this company, but uh, there's a lot of stuff you can learn from B2C. And I think B2C marketers are really good at storytelling, really good at c- connecting uh, with customers at the emotional level. And I'm a big fan of, you know, even in B2B, people make emotional decisions when they buy. They see a, you know, a great looking design website, uh, a brand that makes them say, that sounds cool. I want to buy from these guys. So a lot of the same principles really apply. Um, so, you know, my diverse experience really brings a lot to the table there. And um, as a marketer, I'm able to create features for Nacho Nacho with the rest of the team to kind of make the product uh, have a better overall onboarding experience, which helps our conversion rates for marketing, uh, create features that help customers solve their software discovery problem, which gets them into the marketplace to ultimately buy software from us, which further down the line, you know, drives the other KPIs that we're looking for in marketing as well. Neat. Now, I know in addition to, um, you know, handling everything that you're you're doing there, you're also uh, a fellow podcaster. And uh, yeah. <laughs> just to give a, a little shameless plug to, uh, to, to your, your podcast, uh, can you tell our, our listeners a little bit about the podcast and and mm-hmm. where they could sign up if they'd like to uh, subscribe yeah so we call it nacho tuesdays <laughs> so everything at nacho nacho is nacho this nacho that so our virtual cards we use for spend management and tracking your your subscription expenses we call those nacho cards uh for our podcast we call it nacho tuesday um and for that we do it every tuesday uh, depending on the time frame we interview people across the world so uh, sometimes we do it early in the morning sometimes later in the evening uh, but usually around 3 p.m. Eastern time. Um, but they could find it at nachonacho.com slash nacho Tuesday. Um, the format's really just interviewing software founders and key executives at software companies. So um, like you mentioned earlier, PLG is a big uh, a big motion for us. Uh, that's partner-led growth. And with that, we like to do a lot of co-marketing with our partners. So as we sure. bring on new software companies, we really, really like to beat the drums for them and you know kind of spread awareness for their products and one one of the features for that is actually doing an interview with the founders and kind of learning more about, you know, their background, what, you know, what inspired them to start the company and just going over general, you know, industry tips that, you know, they've learned through all their experience that we can pass on to other people. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, hopefully uh, some of our listeners take you up on that and, and join the channel, but I've, I've watched a bunch of episodes and I think uh, you have a great format. Um, so, so as far as, um, you know, Speaking to that point, uh, as far as the solution itself, can you tell us that, you know, at a high level, like an overview of what Nacho Nacho does and what the capabilities and features are for uh, for your ideal customer? Yeah, definitely. So <clears throat> there's two main problems that we solve. The overarching problem is trying to solve SaaS brawl. Um, but in layman's terms, I try to communicate to people what we do is we're the Amazon of SaaS with a back-end SaaS management solution as well. So at the foreground, what a lot of people are notice is the marketplace. So we have about 700 plus software brands that we work with. Um, so the three key attributes that we have here is discover, save, and manage. Um, we're the first place to discover software. Uh, so we want people to come to the marketplace to look for software solutions that kind of fit their needs. We have uh, you know, quite a large variety across a bunch of different software categories. Uh, the second part is that they can save on the software, usually an average of 30%, uh, sometimes upwards of 90%, uh, which we have a, a deal with HubSpot for right now. Um, lastly, as they come to us to manage, to buy their software, um, as they start buying more subscriptions and their team members start to you know, realize the SaaS for all problem, we have this super powerful SaaS management solution on the back end where you can manage all of your expenses company-wide uh, per vendor, per employee, right down to the exact cent. Wow. So it it sounds like you've really put together a solution that covers the whole life cycle of a company from when they're first, you know, discovering software all the way through to managing and purchasing the solution. Yeah. One thing we realize is as entrepreneurs ourselves too, um, is that SaaS buying is becoming very decentralized. So in a company, it's not necessarily the IT manager making the purchase decisions anymore. Uh, it's not necessarily the CEO. He's too busy with a lot of other things. Uh, so what you find is, you know, in, uh, department heads, um, even like individual teams are kind of making their own purchase decisions. So SaaS buying is becoming very decentralized. Um, so the initial, like the procurement systems that a lot of people have in place are kind of becoming outdated. 
a lot of people are expecting to be able to go find their own software, do their own research and buy the software. Uh, so the better that you could align with that uh, current behavioral model right now in the market that we see today, uh, being a place where it doesn't matter who it is in the company, they can come in, they could buy, so- find the software they're looking for. They could easily buy it without having to you know, go through it, jump through a bunch of hoops, and then eventually win the whole business over from the entire company to realize that they can actually get all their software for all their departments with us. So you've really provided like a, a almost like a, a, a high level dashboard for the company to be able to view everything that's going on with their their software uh, partnerships yep. or or solutions, you know, from different uh, companies. Because clearly, yeah. no no one solution does everything. But um, nope. at the end of the day, they need to know what they have uh, that they're paying for. Yeah, and the key for us is we have this tool called Nacho Cards. Um, we basically use it as a fintech tool. Um, nacho cards are virtual cards. A lot of people are probably aware of those. Um, but w- how we use them is as an attribution tool. So when you're in the company and you're using our SaaS management solution, um, one of the admins, uh, whoever has the purchasing capabilities could issue cards out to employees that need to buy software. And then that tool becomes not only an attribution tool for, you know, verifying the purchase that actually happened with the, with the software company, um, which is how they get their cash back. Um, Two, it allows us to track and control all the expenses too. So the admin of the company can see down per vendor, per employee, what they're spending, what software they're using. They can cancel cards in one click. So if, you know, say they have a a vendor they don't want to work with anymore, they can just cancel that subscription. Uh, They don't have to worry about, you know, getting stuck with, uh, you know, having that loose end, I guess, paying out every single month. Right. Got it. Got it. And um, are there a lot of situations where a company may have um, different <laughs> types of um, annual agreements and things like that, that that come into play that, that need to be uh, navigated or not so much? Is it mostly uh, just transitioning from one, one scenario to another or what do you find there? Yeah, there's, <clears throat> there's always contract issues there and we always recommend that, so- that, that, um, that any of our customers look, uh, review the terms of their software provider before buying from them. And that's something that they would sure. review on the vendor site. So what we act, act as is a marketplace. We, we give you a virtual card. You go spend that on the vendor site, but the actual transaction happens on the vendor site. Uh, so Got the it. vendor okay. actually owns the customer, which is great for them. Uh, sure. Another thing that sellers really love about us is that they actually have a relationship with the customer. We're not like Amazon, which actually you know hides that data from, from you as a seller. Um, we actually send that customer to you. So Got we definitely it. recommend so, that customers, you know, review every term with every software provider. Um, a lot of those software contracts are becoming less, uh, less common, um, but you'll find yeah. them more in like enterprise level products. So definitely yeah, be aware of exactly. those before you sign up with them. Uh, we don't recommend that anybody try to use our system as great and as easy as, as it is to cancel your subscription. We don't recommend yeah. that you uh, uh, break a legal contract with anybody. So. Makes makes sense. So a lot of the solutions that companies may already be using today can be found on the marketplace for less mm-hmm. is, is kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, you know, all the top brands. We have, uh, you know, HubSpot. We have AWS. Uh, we have, you know, AWeber, Figma, Slack, uh, Notion, all the top brands, Zoom, all the top brands you could imagine. We have 700 plus now. I think we're adding about at least five new software vendors per week, but uh, that's probably going to start accelerating over the next few months, um, especially since we've seen like really good growth over the last four to five months. Wow. So you're really offering a complete solution for companies that are looking to expand or, or you know, on both ends of it for companies that are looking to, to you know, get introduced to new potential customers. But on, on the yep. flip side of it, to companies that are looking to uh, get control of their uh, you know, spend, you know, you really, yeah, I mean, we have everything value everything. on both on every end, to be honest. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So really, I mean, we have, we have a solution for everything. Um, <clears throat> you know, if you're in HR, we have all the top HR software. We have like Gusto, we have deal. Um, you know, if you're in marketing, we have HubSpot, you know, a lot of email marketing tools, everything you would need. If you're in operations, we have all the tools you need there too. customer service, you name it, every department in a company possibly could possibly be covered with a, some of the top brands that we carry um, and, and get amazing discounts on those products too. Yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of uh, obviously different um, options for people, you know, may not offer, you know, different uh, pricing 
opportunities like you're you're talking about. So that that's really amazing. Um, yep. And I was wondering, you know, as uh, you know, if we were to focus on like the subscription management and you know how companies are able to manage their subscription expenses. Can you talk a little more to that uh, so that, that maybe if you could maybe give an example of a, I don't know if there's a specific company you can give an example of, or maybe just a, a case of, of how it would work in real life? Yeah, definitely. So once people are fully on board and kind of understand how the whole SaaS management model works, um, our customers love it. They find the Notra card specifically to be very convenient. Um, initially for people, it's, it sounds crazy. It's like a hundreds of hundreds of uh, credit cards. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need yeah. another credit card, but the one thing that we're working on repositioning it, it as is not a credit card per se. It's more of a FinTech tool for controlling and managing your expenses. Um, so once customers are fully on board and understand that they really love the tool through and through. Um, so we have a lot of tools to kind of support the whole SaaS management process. Uh, one, we make it very easy to onboard everything that you already have. Uh, we have a couple tools for that. Uh, we can connect directly with QuickBooks. Um, you can use a tool. We have a, a Chrome extension tool called Sidekick, which actually, if your employees are using it or one of the admins, we could actually track your browser history um, if you allow us. It's a setting you can turn on or off. <laughs> but that'll tell us right. like which subscription sites you're visiting and logging into. Uh, you could also use Google Connect for that too. Uh, so it all starts with like Sherlock as part of the onboarding where you can come in, you can connect your accounts, you can see the subscriptions that you already have, therefore helping you identify the SaaS problem that you already have. And then from there, you can go about managing it. You can assign virtual cards uh, for each employee that you want to have access to each software. And then that will start tracking automatically um, every single transaction each one of those employees make with each, with each and every venue. And then we provide a full dashboard for you to see across the entire company what all the spend is, what subscriptions you have, Who's spending, who's spending what on which piece of software. And then as we collect more data about your use of our platform, the software you're using, we actually have a tool called Shaman where we can accurately recommend software that you should be using uh, based on your buying habits. Uh, so Shaman uses, uh, it's, uses artificial intelligence. I know buzzword, but uh, we're actually, you know, since we're collecting so much data on, you know, people like you, what they're buying, uh, what you're buying for your company yourself, we can get very accurate in terms of what we could recommend for you uh, for maybe an alternative email marketing software that might be uh, better suited for a company at your size at a better price point. Uh, so that's long-term, that's going to continue to evolve and that's going to just further enhance the entire discovery process uh, for people to come to our platform and actually discover relevant software uh, that, that, that they could actually save money on. <clears throat> So, so in the case of, like you mentioned, HubSpot, so there's a, a 90% discount on the, the on the, the plan. Um, mm-hmm. So, for a company that we're onboarding individuals onto onto HubSpot, um, let's say you know they don't have a HubSpot subscription at all and they're just starting mm-hmm. from scratch. What what would the process look from look like from when they first arrive at Nacho Nacho? What what does yeah. that look like? Yeah, so there's two main paths into Nacho Nacho. <clears throat> One is you have a SaaS problem, you want to fix that first. So you sign up for a premium account, you go into the SaaS management portal. Uh, there you could get access to Sherlock, and that will kind of help you identify all the subscriptions that you already have. And then it will suggest automatically other subscriptions like HubSpot, for instance. Um, the other path, which is the most common, is people come from the marketplace, um, where they come looking for a CRM software. And then that's where we, you know, help, you know, recommend to people software that they should be using. And this experience only gets more dialed in and accurate uh, the more you use the system. And if you create a, a premium account, you're actually using the SaaS management capabilities. Uh, we're able to more accurately recommend great software products like HubSpot for you. But at a, at the forefront, the marketplace is actually very easy to shop with. So, you know, we, we make it very easy to find those products. And then from there, you can see what the discount is. You can go directly to HubSpot's site. If it's a premium deal, it requires a Nacho card, uh, which allows you to track your spend. And that's where you unlock all the powerful uh, SaaS management capabilities. Um, But if you don't want that, uh, we do have some basic products where you can just click on the link, go to the website, and you can sign up directly with the vendor. In either case, you're signing up directly with the vendor, whether it's with a Nacho card if you want the SaaS management capabilities, or if you just want to go buy the product and get the discount. Um, That SaaS will continue to be um, 
will continue to be managed in our dashboard as well too. So even if you're getting the basic deals, those will continue to accrue in your account. And then you'll see that, you know, you'll see all that software that you're actually subscribed to in your account. And you'll be able to actually, you know, realize that you have a problem with SaaS fall because now you have five, 10 pieces of software. And now the HR department wants to start buying software and of course, you like Notra Notra because we, we're the best place to save on SaaS. So right. uh, now you realize the SaaS brawl problem and you might want to upgrade to the premium account and get those capabilities. So so at the end of the day, I mean, with, you know, there's, I don't think there's a company out there that doesn't want to, you know, reduce their spend and, and become more efficient and, uh, and all of that. So mm-hmm. using the solution, it sounds like the companies that are actually... Um, managing their subscriptions through Nacho Nacho are doing just that. They're becoming more efficient. They're, you know, it, it sounds like they're, they're not actually, yeah, I mean, they're not, not, I'm not sure, you know, we can talk a little later about pricing, but at the end of the day, you're providing value before (laughs) they're, they're actually even, uh, even, um, you know, having to, uh, so, so it's a, it's a, it's a win versus, yeah. uh, versus another expense. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. An average people will save 30% about on their SaaS spend if they're using a SaaS management tool like us. Um, right. but unfortunately a lot of people are still using spreadsheets <laughs> and yeah, incredibly yeah, no, inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we hear that a lot from people. I liken it to like the gym. So not new year's, a lot of people go to the gym and you know, they're like, I'm going to get fit this year. But Everybody knows what to do. You got to eat well, you got to work out, you got to sleep well, drink a lot of water. But like doing all those things requires a lot of work, right? So like a lot of people end up like, you know, falling falling off <laughs> the wagon, I guess, uh, after a little while. And same with solving sure. the SaaS brawl problem. It's difficult. You know, it's to, to bring everything over, all your subscriptions, um, to assign virtual cards to them. It just sounds like a daunting task, even though we've made it as easy as it possibly can be. I mean, we, you know, if you connect your QuickBooks, we'll tell you all the subscriptions you have and pull them over and you just one click out a card for it. But, um, like, so actually addressing the problem and actually going out and solving it, uh, does require a little bit of work more than, you know, maybe sticking to the, sticking to the behavior that you're used to, which is using a spreadsheet, even though, you know, it's highly inefficient. Um, people are creatures of habit and they like to kind of stick to the behavior that they're used to. Um, until they until the problem gets out of control and they realize that they actually have to do something about it. Yeah, and so so to me it sounds like Nacho Nacho is really a, a tech solution um really to address this problem of of software SaaS sprawl, you know, and all of that. And yeah. so so that 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 makes me wonder like can you talk a little bit about the the architecture and and the tech behind the scenes? I mean, it sounds like you have a brilliant mm-hmm. team there that's uh doing the development and all of that on, on the platform. Yeah. I mean, they're fantastic. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, these guys are brilliant. Uh, one thing that uh, Sanjay's really done well is, you know, hiring a great team. Um, you know, like the engineers are like really bright guys. Like they just, they're quick too. They just pump stuff out like <laughs> faster than we can market it. <laughs> um, Neat. But yeah, so uh, the team's really great. So we have, we're both on Node.js. Uh, we use elements of React, uh, Prisma, and we're hosted on AWS. Um, so we have a variety of different developers. Some are more machine learning. Uh, so we have Mar one who does more of the machine learning work. Uh, then we have a full stack developers that do some of the back end as well as some of the front end. So, you know, like I said, really talented guys, you know, we, we don't have like a lot of specialties except for machine learning. Um, sure. but we do have like a lot of full stack developers that are just brilliant to be able to do front end work and the back end work as well too. Well, I can tell you as a, a user of software myself, uh, you guys are, tackling a lot of the things that the users don't want to deal with but uh you know the bottom line you know or or bringing additional dollars to the bottom line is something that i don't think there are too many too many individuals companies or execs out there that would say it's something they don't want to do so yeah (laughs) yeah we we got a long ways to go i mean we've seen some great growth this year um but like everything's just about fine-tuning the small details now it's it's making the onboarding experience better for people, making it quicker, making it more clear for people, um, you know, helping people with education for, you know, how the platform works, introducing them to certain features at a certain time in their user journey, as opposed to like dumping everything on, on them up front, which could be, we have a lot of great features, but it's a little overwhelming. (laughs) That's great. Um, and kind of brings me to my next question. So, 
Um, have you received a lot of feedback from customers along the way? And is that really how you you develop the product, or or where where do the ideas come from in terms of the direction of of the solution? Yeah, so a lot of it comes down to vision, I think, which is really clear for uh, really important for any company. Uh, so I think the vision of solving SaaS brawl and, you know, for layman's terms, trying to be the Amazon of SaaS with the subscription management, you know, moat, I guess, on the back end. Um, everything kind of starts with that. Like, are we serving the purpose and vision for which we started? Um, so all the decisions that we make kind of fall in line with that. Um, then I think a lot of it does come down to customer feedback, right? So one of the things that we've realized is that um, the span management customer and the marketplace customer aren't necessarily always the same. Uh, a lot more people just want a software deal and might not be ready to address the SaaS brawl problem. But the SaaS brawl people that ha- want the spend management know exactly what they're looking for, and they'll just come right in for that. And those those are the people that will go through KYC, and they'll put in the effort to fully onboard. Whereas the marketplace people, you don't want to overwhelm them with all those great features that we have there. Uh, we'll introduce them to them later as they become more comfortable with the product. They start buying more software with us. They realize the value that we provide for them. Uh, then they'll start to realize that we actually have a very powerful subscription management tool that they should be using. And by then, you know, they'll, they'll trust our platform. Um, they'll understand us a little bit more. They'll have a better onboarding education as well, too. So um, lately, we've been switching to a marketplace first approach with a lot of people sure. because, I mean, being at the point of attacks for every every company has a different software buying need today. Not everybody's trying to solve SaaS brawl uh, right at this moment. Um, but today, they might have an HR problem. They need to hire somebody today. You know, maybe they have right. an email list and they, they need to start getting their newsletter out, right? So we we have uh, all the email marketing tools they need. So being at that point to be to to provide value for them to have the software that they need at a discount, whatever their problem is in their business that software can solve, we're the best guys for them to come to buy that from, and we're gonna we're gonna give them a great deal from it. And when they're ready to manage that subscription with all the other ones, we're right there for them too. They've already been buying from us. Sure, and th- and that's interesting because I know a lot of companies they're you know maybe selling some other type of service but they may use software as an opportunity to bring customers in the front door um you know a perfect example would be neil patel over at um mm-hmm. um you know his his company they they have uber suggest and a whole bunch whole variety of different software tools that they may make free for yeah. individuals to uh to to learn about his uh, digital media agency but yeah on, it's on all the flip side of it yeah uh, on the flip side of it you know there's a lot of value that he's offering um you know up front and on the flip side of it you know he's bringing new clients in the door consistently mm-hmm. so that that that's a perfect example um, yeah so- I mean, he's really positioned himself uh, as a thought leader and he's using a lot of PL- the other plg which is product-led growth which i am also a big proponent of um, if you could de- if you design products to get people engaged right away and show immediate value, uh, there's actually a good book around it too that I'd recommend. It's called Hook by Near uh, El, I think. Um, okay. It goes over the whole process of uh, you know creating immediate value for people and then kind of hooking them on your product over time and getting them to eventually invest in the product, uh, which means like more of like an actual commitment to using your software. But um, it all starts with engagement. If people are actually want to engage with your product in some way. Uh, that's extremely powerful. You can introduce new features and more advanced stuff later on to them. So, so is a typical user logging into the solution often, or is it just kind of set it up and forget it? Or uh, the people that use the spend management side log in quite a bit. Um, we do, we do, we are big on integrations, so they sure. don't necessarily have to. I mean, they can get all everything pumped over to QuickBooks and what have you, but. Uh, the spend management users do come in quite often because you know we do have those dashboards. It gives you like the the visibility over your spend, and if you want to issue a virtual card to track and control an expense, software purchases happen, especially for mid-sized companies, on a fairly regular basis. So you find yourself coming back in a lot more to you know create those nacho cards and assign them to your employees. Sure, makes a lot of sense. And as far as the um typical user of the platform is it mostly smb or enterprise clients or entrepreneurs who who do you see as the uh the, the market uh for the solution yep 
Uh, so we have um, a lot of SMBs. So I won't say we're enterprise focused. Uh, we we do have a lot of mid-sized companies, a lot of small businesses. Um, we do have a lot of solo shops as well too. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of you know early stage startups. You know, need to save on SaaS, and you know we like to be a good solution for them and an easy place from for them to buy that software with no gimmicks. Um, but SMBs would probably be the uh, the term that we would use to describe our customer base. Okay, makes a lot of sense. And how would you say the solution differentiates? I'm sure you must have some competitors. How would yeah, you yeah. say the solution differentiates itself in the marketplace? What's your competitive advantage or your, your, your mode against competition or what, what separates you guys out? Yeah, so we, 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 we have two classes of competitors, I guess. Um, <clears throat> so on the marketplace side, you would have like an AppSumo. Um, so how we differentiate from them, they tend to be, well, I guess starting from the top. So marketplace side would be like an AppSumo. On the span management side, you have tools like Vendor, um, Tropic, a lot of, you know, more advanced. Some of them more, they tend to be more focused on like enterprise level clients. Um, sure. But on the marketplace side, AppSumo is a great product. Uh, they tend to work with a lot more early stage software. Um, a lot more like startups in general as their ICP as well, like early customers. Um, so it's kind of like a deal of the day kind of an approach mostly focus right. on. They do have a marketplace, but it's primarily around like getting the initial sales for early stage software. Uh, one thing we've really differentiated ourselves on is working direct with a lot of big, big name brand software companies. So you now we're, okay. we're the place that have all the big names that you, the first come to mind when it comes to the software that you're looking for. And I, I think uh, Johan, our head of partnerships and business development, has done a really great job uh, building these relationships with these top software brands and bringing them over to our platform. Uh, so from the marketplace side, we differentiate really well there. And then from the software discovery tools like Sherlock, identifying the subscriptions you have, um, to Shaman, getting very accurate uh, software recommendations based on your buying habits and very similar profiles. We're doing a lot more on the deeper on the tech side than than AppSumo or these other marketplaces are doing to become the best place to discover SaaS. Um, so those Makes are some key differentiators yeah. there. And what we've done is really built this vertical solution so you can come buy from us initially and then you can use the SaaS management stuff later as you realize the problem. And that becomes the moat for the business. So initially you might come to buy Gusto because we have a great deal on it and we have, you know, they're great software on our platform, but Eventually, you will stick around and realize that the SaaS management tools are very powerful. And once people are using the SaaS management, what we found with our customers is that they they tend to be very loyal. They love they love that product, and it's very sticky. And so that becomes ultimately the moat for the business. Uh, the marketplace is the attractor. Um, the spend management side is the moat for the business. Um, in regards to vendor and kind of how we differentiate there, a lot of them are still kind of focused on old school procurement uh, strategies and methods. Um, we're really focused on trying to be a quick, easy, accurate place to quickly find the software you're looking for or get a better recommendation because the, of the way we leverage data and then get get a discount right then and there and move move in the door. Um, so, yeah, a lot of those other spend management systems tend to be a lot more uh, upstream, I guess, focus on enterprise than we do. Makes sense. Makes sense. So I I can hear people uh, jumping out of their seats saying, show us the solution already. Show us the solution. <laughs> so I was hoping maybe you could uh, share a, a tab and uh, give us a, a little bit of a, a feel for, for what the interface looks like and yeah. what um, people might experience with um, logging into Nacho Nacho and how it actually works. I think they say what a picture is worth a thousand words, right? (laughs) Exactly. Let's see here. Share my screen. See what kind of permissions it asked for. Here we go. Give me your credit card information. What? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Let's see here. Looks like it's live. That's how we monetize the show. There you go. I know, right? (laughs) Love (laughs) it. Good model. Um, Yeah. So here, here's Nacho Nacho. Uh, So. As you can see here, a single platform to manage, discover, and save on SaaS and services. Uh, one thing I didn't mention much earlier, um, we did add a services, sec- services section as well, too. So kind of like Clutch, you can come in here and you could find different service providers. And once again, this goes into the way that we've designed our solution to be very vertical. Uh, so not only can you come in and buy HubSpot, but we could automatically recommend uh, the best so- the best implementation partners for HubSpot based on their experience and uh, skill sets. Um, so not only can you buy the software, but you can find integrators. You can find all different types of companies here, agent marketing agencies to promote your business. 
Um, you could find, uh, you know, other, maybe even MSPs that might even help you with the software discovery process. Um, so that's a really exciting revelation that we've had. Uh, the marketplace is here. So we have a lot of these top brands here, as you can see, um, all these different categories, accounting, finance, analytics, data, collaboration, communication, um, all the different uh, possible software that you would actually need for your product, uh, for your, for your company. Um, and a lot of the top brand names that you would recognize here, Slack, Gong, a lot of people use that, of course, um, sure. Sprinto, HubSpot, Zoho, <clears throat> all the all the key solutions there. Uh, we also have a mastermind community as well, which is an online software community for peer-to-peer software advice. Uh, so people can come on here and ask questions about software and real buyers and users for that software could actually recommend the software, uh, give them advice on it, tell them all the features that it has, depending on what they're looking for. Um, and then go from there. <clears throat> and then I'll log into the main dashboard here. Now, this is where it gets really powerful. So this is an admin account, so it's not populated with a bunch of other information. Uh, this is my account here. Yeah, so you'll have a spend breakdown by category here. Recent activity, including, you know, different subscriptions that you might have uh, might have uh, set up. Uh, you also have monthly totals, company-wide spend. I can go through and create the the Nacho card. It's the virtual card solution. Uh, okay. So if I want, I can create a card for myself or assign it to other employees. Um, I can track all my transactions. This is the where I get my cash back. So after I make so, a purchase of software, it'll show up here. Okay. So so for the Nacho card, so it sounds like you have two aspects. You could actually have a card for an employee. You could also yep. have a card for a solution if you wanted. Or yep. Yeah, so per okay. per employee per per solution. So every card is attached to a, a person in the company. It could be the admin, um, or it could be you know the head of HR. I could assign a card to him, and then he can go make the purchases that he needs. I could set very strict limits for the card as yeah. well. Okay. You see all the cards created here. It's so a very, virtual very card. granular level of, of control. Yep. Yeah. So I could uh, create a card for myself. Um, I can nickname it. Um, I could, you know, give it to you as some, uh, this particular, uh, role here, I just have myself in this, uh, this account. Uh, but you would see your whole team here in a drop down. You could search for the person you're looking for and you can assign them a card accordingly. Sure. Um, and then you get your cash back here, which is the fun part. So, uh, once we get the cash back from the uh, vendor, say if it's 30% off, you'll get that 30%, whatever the purchase price is that you paid, this will come back here and you could okay. uh, pull that directly out to your bank account. Um, here we have Shaman. Uh, so this is where we do software recommendations. So you can edit your preferences and the more information you give us about like your title and the company role, um, the more we, you know, the more software that you buy with us, the more accurately we can recommend uh, products to you as well. And this is, this is our AI powered tool uh, for software recommendations. So what is and it called? Then, Sh- Shaman? Yeah. yeah okay. Shaman. Yep. And then we just launched a chat feature so I could chat with uh I could chat with, uh, you know, service providers or sellers and, you know, go over details, like figure out if they if they have the feature that I'm looking for. If it's a service mm-hmm. provider, I could set up a contract with them and, you know, start doing the work. Um, and then Sherlock's our subscription a- analysis tool. Uh, so you could use any one of these data sources here. See, it's already tracking the, st- yep, see, Riverside. So uh, because I have sure. a Chrome extension browser called Sidekick, um, yeah. you see it right here. Um, it knows that we're if you want you could turn on right here you could turn on the browsing history so i turned it on so i could let it track which sites i'm logging into so Mm -hmm. it tracked riverside as a subscription site which it's a subscription site right you pay like a monthly monthly fee for it. yeah exactly yeah got it yeah so this is just one tool so uh so the chrome extension you can go to a website it'll tell you everything about the product it'll show you reviews what people are saying about the product, and then you can create a nacho card to a, to a buy that product right then and there, if you want. So that's your discovery phase right there, right? Where it's discovered, yep. you know, what the solutions are, because you know, figuring out, especially as a company grows, what everyone is using and what the different solutions are, that that could be a whole project in and of itself, you know, and oh, and totally, this yeah. really automates the whole thing. Yeah, we're trying to make it easy, right? So if your employees, you know, you just track what sites they log into and uh, we could tell if it's a subscription-based site or not right off the bat. So it accurately identified this one right away here. Uh, So now this one's, I'm ready to assign a nacho card for it already. It's that easy. Um, And I just, all I had to do is log in here and start using this. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, so we're making it very easy to 
you know, identify your subscriptions, you know, figure out who's got what, and then, you know, start to take control of it and, and manage your spend more appropriately across the company. You have to be super, super proud of, of what the team has uh, put together there. Oh, yeah. These guys are amazing. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm okay, but we got some uh, real geniuses on the team, you know? <laughs> well, that that's honestly, that's part of uh, what, what brings brings uh, great ideas to life is the team and the people behind the behind the scenes, you know, that's, that's the king. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a, it's a great team. I mean, uh, you know, I've, I've worked with a lot of people over the years and I have to say it's probably one of the most well-rounded put together teams that I've been on. So, um, you know, kudos to uh, Sanjay for building a great and, and uh, Alan as well for building a great team out here. Wonderful. What, what I was going to say, can, can you give an example of, I don't know if you can share like a specific customer that that's, you know, using the platform and, and, you know, their journey and, and what it's been like, maybe with some numbers or, you know, some ideas of, uh, you know, some stats and things like that. Yeah. Well, we, we, uh, our CEO doesn't want us to give like specifics on like individual that, customers. That's fine. But, yeah. Yeah. But we do have like a, we do have the user page so you can see a lot of the top customers there that have given, you know, reviews. Um, okay. so a lot of people love the product when they're using it. Um, I would say for like, for traction, we're seeing about which again I can't give specifics, but yeah. about five x the subscription revenue uh, this month we're tracking for actually almost six x uh, what we were doing in October. So things are moving really quickly in that regard. Uh, we do have about twenty five thousand businesses signed up. Um, some of the customers we've saved you know tens of thousands of dollars for. Um, wow. Quite a few customers we've already saved tens of thousands of dollars for actually. Um, so, you know, once people start to realize how much money they're saving, they really love working with Nacho Nacho. Yeah. Um, and especially and start- seeing, seeing the interface there with the, you know, the cash back. I mean, that, that doesn't yeah. hurt. <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding. You get an email that says you have cash back waiting for you. Everybody likes that, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And so right so, now we have about 25,000 businesses on the platform too. Um, we're, we're, uh, tracking about 500 signups per month now. So. Um, so that's really starting to take off and, and grow. And then more importantly, the uh, marketplace engagement starting to really pick up. So we're seeing more more sales across the board. Um, so we're expecting 2024 to be a pretty good year for us. Well, if there are any venture capitalists listening, uh, <laughs> you, you never know. You might, might get some phone calls. But um, so so that's really neat. And um, what, what year did the company actually start? What year did, did Nacho Nacho uh, 2019. We thought it would be a good idea to launch before COVID. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You don't have that kind of foresight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I think you know, even even being you know located in in California, a lot of I'm sure a lot of the the team members are are all over the place, and you know, really that that was the the eye opening moment for a lot of companies realizing that uh, the remote thing could work, and and uh, not only could had to work. So. Yeah, and I, I'm I mean our whole company's remote too. So some of the people I, I've made an effort to really go out and try to meet meet people in the company. So I've, you know, flown to different cities to go meet with our team members. Um there's a couple of us in New York, uh Sanjay, uh, the CEO and I are here, as well as James, our growth manager. Um and then we do have a decent amount of people in San Francisco, uh, a couple in Brazil, and quite a few across Europe as well too. So and one in Fun. one in uh, Thailand, <laughs> so uh, oh, we're neat. kind of spread all over the place. <laughs> yeah, and obviously with your podcast, you probably are speaking with people all around the world. Yeah, yeah, all hours of the day too. And you know, I like the flexibility. Honestly, I mean, we end up working more hours, but um, you know, it's it's fun actually. <laughs> uh, so if you if you enjoy what you do, you never really work a day in your life, really. Absolutely true. No, no truer words have been spoken. Um, and what I was going to say, um, over the, the most recent releases of new solutions within the platform, are, are there any that, that, that you'd like to highlight that you think have been uh, very uh, proud, proud introductions uh, on that side? Yeah, I think um, we're doing a lot of work on Sherlock, making it uh, come more to the forefront of the onboarding experience. So I'm really excited about some of the updates there. Uh, we haven't really pushed it out and started marketing it yet. There's still some work that we're doing on it, but um, right. that's going to become more prevalent for onboarding. And I think people are really going to, like you just saw right there, I mean, how easy it was to to track that subscription. The yeah, fact absolutely. That logged into Brilliant. the site, <laughs> start taking control of the expense for it if I need. Um, stuff like that, when people get that wow moment, they realize like what we can do for them. It's really magical. So I think Sherlock's going to be a really powerful tool. 
um, now that we, you know, ha- we've made it easier for people to onboard and use, uh, we're going to position that more to the front of the onboarding experience. So I think really excited to see where that feature goes. Um, I love the AI tools. Um, I think they're going to start getting more use this year um, as more people are providing, you know, providing more data. Um, you know, more people are finding use out of that that particular product. So I think that's going to continue to grow. Um, also, recently we did launch that services marketplace. We're seeing an enormous amount of demand for that. Um, you know, having been an okay. agency owner myself, I mean, it's you know, you kind of catch what you kill kind of mentality. Um, it's tough for a lot of agencies out there to get noticed. Um, it's really expensive to advertise. Um, a lot of a lot of our deals come through word of mouth, right? So. I think there's a huge gap in the market for offering a, a place for 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 uh, service agencies and consultants and uh, service providers in general to really get discovered without spending a boatload of money for it. I mean, we list these guys for free and promote them for free. So, um, you know, we found like a huge demand for for people coming in to sign up their uh, various different types of service provider companies. So we'll see a lot of exciting growth there too. Um, yeah, that's that a lot of. A lot of growth, you know, a lot to the whole community aspect of, of what you're doing. And at the yeah. end of the day, you know, clearly, like you said, for, you know, entrepreneurs and small businesses who are really a big bulk of the contingents of the companies that are using your, your platform, you're yeah. adding a lot of value there for those those companies. Yeah. And the, the reason why I joined this company, I mean, you know, I think uh, they have a, you know, really, really a tight knit ship. Um, you know, the they have a great vision. I think it could be like the Amazon SaaS, but with reoccurring revenue. <laughs> so I think sure. the business model is really amazing. And I think now there's just a couple of points in the UX that we're working to optimize. And I think once, you know, once those are addressed, I think this thing's just going to blow up overnight. And then people are saying, you know, oh, I heard about Nacho Nacho. It's like an overnight success. No, no, no. Success takes <laughs> yeah. like four or five years. It takes a yeah, long time. Yeah, four or five years in the making. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot yeah. of little details and stuff you got to work out, you know, and I, I saw the opportunity there to do a lot of problem solving and work with the team and uh, learn a lot of new skills myself too. And, you know, work with the team to kind of address those, those issues and, you know, get this product to uh, get this product ready for the, uh, for the ball, I guess, if you will. Um, but yeah, we have an amazing team, smart guys working on this. They're pumping out features, like I said, faster than we can market them. So um, we're, we're backed by a great team over here. But uh, yeah, the real and- reason I joined was to support businesses like, you know, I've been in the past as well myself. So, um, you know, working directly with founders at companies, you know, I get it. I've been in their shoes, um, you know, getting to hear about their stories. It's, you know, I really see myself with them. So uh, being a, being a part of their business and helping promote them is just uh you know, it's really fun. Every day I get to meet cool new people. So, <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, you know, the, the whole partnership concept and, you know, it sounds like the community is, I'll be honest with you, since um, launching Software Oasis, you know, I've really found that the whole community, the whole tech community has been very, you know, willing to, to, to lend a hand and, you know, work with one another. And, you know, partnerships are obviously a, a very important part of that. So. Really oh, nice they really see. are. Just you, you just gotta authenticity is key, right? So one of the things we mentioned earlier. I mean, um, as long as you mean well for other people's business, you know, people are gonna want to work with you. They'll, they'll see it right away, <laughs> like a sure. bad cold email marketing message. Like people will see yeah. if it's automated or not. But if you spend a little bit of time to you know send you know research the person a little bit and send them a personal note, um, you'll get a really high response rate from that. You know, because people like to work with people like them. So. And can can you give an idea? I don't know if you can share or not. Are, are there any um, new features that that are close to being released, or things that you're excited to to see on the horizon? Or yeah, yeah, I think um, I think the AI models will continue to evolve. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, the continued work that we're doing there, and I think Sherlock, which has been around for a while, but initially it was mostly like a QuickBooks focused feature, and Asking people for, for QuickBooks access comes way later down the funnel. <laughs> you know, it's a pretty sure. private information. So right. uh, now we've added, you know, the Chrome browser. We've added the uh, Google Connect, which people are used to like using Google to sign into any website. So now it makes it easier than ever for people to get that subscription sprawl discovery process going. So I think mm-hmm. that tool's UX is a much better position now to, to market and actually get more success and traction with it. Um, Currently, it's you know very tucked away into the uh, UI of the website and in the sure. app, but we're going to pull that out to the foreground. Foreground, it's going to be a lot more prominent in the onboarding experience. So, really excited about that product to see you know the engagement that I believe we can get for it and how helpful that that tool really can be for people. 
Great, great. And, you know, I see, obviously, you mentioned Chrome, and, and earlier in the episode, you mentioned Slack. Um, are are more integrations on, on the horizon, and is it an important part of the whole ecosystem, or? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, I think um, <clears throat> any business these days, you, you don't want to operate in a silo. I mean, integrations are everything, API connections to this and that <laughs> um, sure. really make, makes the business world go around. Um, you know, like like we talked about earlier, um, people don't like to change their behaviors, right? So, you know, we don't want to force behavior change. If you have a process that you like, if you're using Slack, you know, you should get notifications there when you have a transaction if you want. If QuickBooks is your preferred accounting tool, then we should integrate with QuickBooks and share the data back and forth between what you're spending on your software and vice versa. Um, Zapier is another tool that we connect with, which gives you un, you know almost unlimited options. I mean, they have 5,000 plus, but uh, pretty much every integration you would need, uh, we connect directly with Zapier as well. So okay. uh, we allow you to work the way that you want to work, which is how people want to do business these days. People want to work the way they want, and that's why integrations are key. So um, we're going to always have integrations at the forefront of everything that we do. Um, that all comes back down to making the product uh, easier to use and, uh, you know, creating less friction for the user, uh, you know, uh, specifically. So so you sit in a very unique spot having the opportunity to talk to so many incredible founders and entrepreneurs <laughs> and, and the like from so many different companies. Um, within your segment of the market, what do you see as the the trends, you know, heading into next year or here we are at the beginning of this year? What, what do you see as, <laughs> as trends? Me. Yeah. What do you, what do you see as, as, as big trends? Yeah. I, that's, you know, like I said, one of the cool parts about the job, I get to meet, you know, a lot of really intelligent people, fun people, um, you know, really just amazing people from around the world, different backgrounds too. Um, you know, they all have their own unique story and everything. So, you know, I see some consistency with a lot of the stories for success as well. Um, some of which a lot of the a lot of the best entrepreneurs tend to be people that have worked in the problem and realized that there is a problem and wanted to build something to solve that problem. And they realize that so many other people have that problem themselves. So <laughs> that's how a lot of these uh, companies actually get started. Um, sure. Other big trends, AI is obviously a big one. Uh, there's kind of a caveat for that too, I think. Um, AI in a lot of ways is a feature. You have to know if it's a feature or a business. Uh, so some people are launching AI tools that are really just a feature that, you know, a larger company already has, or they're going to roll out anyway, and it would just completely kill the business model. Uh, there, there are other tools that are really leveraging AI in a way that's unique and compelling as a business model, uh, that people find a lot of value in and can really, you know, survive and thrive in the, uh, you know, the, the cutthroat, uh, you know, busy business world that we live in today. So, um, you know, there's going to be a lot there. Data, uh, data tools are very popular. There's a lot of, you know, data tools coming out. Uh, AI kind of combines with that as well too, like helping, you know, combine the unlimited amounts of data resources that we have access to today using artificial intelligence to really get, get good at analyzing that data and making better decisions or better content or whatever, whatever you want, want it to do out of that. So I think, a lot more data tools, AI, um, security is another big one too. So a lot of people are uh, innovating around security because, you know, as the internet grows and becomes more popular, uh, there's near do all people <laughs> across the internet sure. just increasingly, you know, using artificial intelligence, for, for instance, to, uh, you know, optimize their hacking methods. So Got there's it. a whole counter uh, counter fight against that too. So a lot of great uh, security tools that are coming out there too. Um, then, I, you know, I see a lot of... Uh, a lot of innovations around like pricing models too. So uh, a lot of people aren't just doing the the flat subscription on a monthly basis. They might be charging per use, like usage-based charging, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so we okay. see like Apollo.io is a great example. They'll charge you based on, they'll let you see all the contacts so you know what you're getting before you pay for it and download it. Um, but once you want to download and export that file, they'll charge you a certain amount of credits to export those emails. Um, which I think is a really good model because you could see the data that you're going to buy before you actually pay for it. And then you only pay for as much as you need. So I think they've done a really great job with their entire product workflow and experience um, and their entire business model for that standpoint. Neat. And let me just ask you to speak to two points. And, and then I wanted to give our listeners an idea as to how they can get started with Nacho Nacho. So 
if I were a potential software vendor coming to you, um, what are the, the the main question marks that I might have that, that maybe you could address that, uh, yep. that, that a vendor would want to know about? Yeah, so a lot of people want to know right off the bat, how much does it cost? <laughs> um, sure. So one of the things that we've, I think, done really well, you know, not 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 that I've done, <laughs> the CEO <laughs> and uh, uh, Alan and their vision was to make it very easy for sellers. Um, so, you know, they've made it almost like a no-brainer for sellers to come on board. So uh, for sellers, we offer no fees. There's no cost at all. We only get paid if we refer a paying customer. So it's a win-win for you. That's a zero CAC acquisition, right? All you have to do is sign up and list your product. Um, we do require some sort of a, a deal. Uh, for that for customers. And that comes back to the customer in the form of cash back. Um, so there's no cost, there's no integration. So you don't have to get your engineers involved and do any sort of like create a special landing page or anything like that, any sort of API integration, nothing. Uh, so a lot of our customers, like I mentioned before, use those Nacho cards and those Nacho cards become the attribution tools. So we could actually see uh, when the transaction happens, uh, that becomes data in the spend management tool for the business. But also for attribution with the seller, we could actually show them that the transaction actually occurred because we have the information from the credit card processor. Okay. And for an early stage startup um, that may be comparing this business model versus what's traditionally out there, what what are you know old school competitors offering to that type of company in terms of getting getting up and running? Uh to to marketing their company? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the CAC is getting really expensive these days. So you could do the traditional throw a bunch of money in the uh, throw a bunch of money into the uh, advertising and, you know, hope you uh, get some good conversions from it and actually makes financial sense. Um, There's also like a lot of procurement companies, MSPs that will also like act as like resellers and they'll also help with the implementation as well. So getting in, getting into their networks and having them actively recommend uh, your product. Um, you know, a lot of companies are doing that, especially more sophisticated products like enterprise. Um, and for more sophisticated buyers like enterprise customers with enterprise products, it, it tends to sometimes it's nice to have a helping hand with the whole onboarding process. Um, sure. But a lot of SaaS buying is becoming a lot more decentralized, like I mentioned before. So, you know, the head of HR doesn't want to have to, you know, it doesn't want to have to go to the IT manager or the CEO every time to, to make a software purchase. Um, the CEO doesn't want that. <laughs> he doesn't want to get bothered with that stuff. They get their budgets for their departments and they say, you guys go spend this the way you guys need. And, you know, where our solution is, you know, really well positioned as is uh, making it easy for those people to be able to buy our product, uh, buy products through our marketplace, use them, onboard themselves and do their own research and make good decisions. And then, you know, collectively as a company, they can use the subscription management if they want, but they're not beholden to it. Yeah, and it it sounds like a very innovative model, to be honest. And for any company out there that's looking to uh, to onboard, it obviously says, "Hey, we're in it with you, and we make money if you make money." Yep, yeah, it's a win-win. You know, uh, our marketing motto, which uh, I forgot to mention, we also come with a lot of free marketing stuff we do for them. Um, but our marketing motto is "A rising tide raises all boats." So, um, sure. KLG is definitely. Oh, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so if we, you know, if we do our job and we promote their business and they're making sales from it, you know, we'll make money. Our customers are happy. It's a win-win-win across the board, and that's that's where you build trust and have that authenticity with people. And you know, people come to depend on you as the best place to buy SaaS and eventually manage their subscriptions as well. Neat. And then the final question for you: uh, If I were a company that wanted to, you know, subscribe to. Um, to the marketplace, how what what are the options for me to uh, to get started with Nacho Nacho? Yeah, so if if you're interested in SaaS management, you could sign up uh, in the Get Started menu and just go right in right into the premium account. If you just want software, just come browse our marketplace nachonacho.com/slash/marketplace and just come in and find the software you're looking for. Some are premium software, which require the premium SaaS management subscription and a Nacho card to make the purchase for attribution purposes. Um, but we have now 300 plus products that uh, are free. You can just come in, just click on the product link, click redeem. And you do have to create an account uh, like you would any other site, uh, name and email, uh, password, and you get into the system and all the redemption instructions for you right there. Um, within a couple of clicks, you have that discount and 
Some of them are immediate discounts where you can get the discount up front. Some are cashback, which will show up in about about 30 days, more or less. Um, they'll come right sure. into your account. You'll get a notification when the cash has arrived and you can pull it directly out into your bank account from there. Great. And we'll, we'll leave a, a link in the show notes for anyone that, uh, that, that is looking to get, get up and running to, to make it easier to, uh, to find all of this that we've talked about. But, uh, I think that was, uh, super. I really appreciate your taking the time out. I know we've been, uh, trying to, trying to connect for a little while. So yeah, uh, I got sick <laughs> like <laughs> well, everybody I, else, uh, this last yeah. month and a half, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's been a, been a challenging couple of months for everybody, but, uh, coming up on our, our next, uh, episode, we have, uh, all our, Pearson. He's the uh, founder of a company over in Europe, uh, WordFinder. Um, they have a software solution that he launched in 1990, believe it or not, prior to the internet, providing dictionary wow. solutions to help businesses communicate globally. Uh, as CEO, he leads a team of um, offering the market's broadest dictionary assortment to over 25,000 businesses and a half million users. Uh, their solution bridges the gap between languages and cultures worldwide and, you know, offers a, a lot of uh, unique functionality. So that that's coming up on our next episode. And uh, from my end, um, I want to thank, uh, thank and- Andy for uh, joining us on the, the podcast this week. Awesome. It's been a pleasure. It's uh, always fun to do these kind of conversations. And, uh, you know, you're a great entrepreneur and insightful guy yourself, too. So it makes a back and forth conversation easy. (laughs) (laughs) Fun, fun. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.